So the big question is this, how do people like us who have belief systems embedded in our subconscious mind by the age of six, belief systems that create our experiences affect how we feel, who we are and how we behave? How do we strip our layers that are limiting and expand into success? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Kate Astle, and welcome to The Strip. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Strip. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about self-care and how to practice self-care if you are a busy entrepreneur. Self-care is at the bottom of the list for a busy entrepreneur. You are running a business, your own home, your life, and everything in between. You have so many spinning plates. Self-care is the least of your priorities. Yet, it is probably one of the things that will increase your productivity, creativity, and overall happiness in your life. You need to make self-care a priority. It is as fundamental as breathing or eating. Because self-care is something that you can survive without, it is often sidelined in lieu of goals and the endless to-do lists, which means we have to be clever about it. Do you know the quote, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results? What you have been doing so far isn't working. That is why you've clicked on this episode of The Strip blindly hoping that at some point you'll have time for some self-care. You will never have time if you don't make time, but that doesn't mean it has to be a big deal. Ideally, we want self-care to be so easily ingrained in our life, like brushing our teeth, that we don't have to think about it. But you need to accept that you need it. You are probably denying it and knowing you can do it all and shaming yourself for not being more productive. You need to take care of yourself and let go of this toxic idea that you need to be productive all the time. The world does not stop spinning because you take half a day to do something you love or take five minutes to stand in the sun. Now that you know that, how do you practice self-care? Number one, get a list together. The first thing you need to do is work out what type of self-care you need. Everyone is different, so if a bubble bath works for you, that's great, but it doesn't work for everyone. You need to get a list together of all the things that actually help you. There are six types of self-care and you need a list and activities for each one. These include emotional, practical, physical, mental, social, and spiritual. The benefit of having a list at hand is that when you are burnt out and you simply need to have a break, working out what to do requires energy that you don't have. Plan ahead so you can just open up your notes app or your notebook and see a list of things you can do to take care of yourself. For example, if you are feeling emotionally exhausted, open your notebook and see that you feel better when you journal or you go for a walk. To know what works best for you, spend time thinking about what makes you feel good, what made you feel better previously. If you are easily socially drained and you need space alone, think about what you normally do to recover and add that to the list. Remember, this has to be real. It cannot be what other people expect of you. If you recover socially by sitting in the dark listening to country music, then write that. Don't write down, go to a party because that isn't self-care. Self-care is what makes your authentic self feel better. 
The more options you have, the better chance you will have when you feel like you need some self-care because one thing could grab your attention. Make sure you have a go-to, so if you're suffering from decision fatigue, there is one that you can pick without having to choose. Number two, make it manageable. The types of things you need to do for self-care need to be small and manageable so it doesn't feel like a chore. You need to make the activities as accessible as possible so you cannot procrastinate on them like you may have previously been doing. Make sure all the things you do to make yourself feel better, connect with yourself and help you feel rested and refreshed are small bite-sized pieces. You can have two lists, a longer in-depth self-care list for days where you finally carve out that time in your schedule and a shorter list with activities that are five to 10 minutes long. For example, if you are emotionally exhausted and you can't face a walk, Have a list of journal prompts ready to go or a walk around the block. Being prepared to be too tired to take care of yourself is the best way. You just need to get the momentum started and then the enjoyment will carry you through the rest of the way. The most difficult hurdle is simply getting started. Number three, incorporate it into your routine and schedule. The next level is preemptive strikes, incorporating self-care into your routine every day so you don't have to think about it. This can be things like doing yoga while you're watching TV in the evenings as your downtime or socializing while making dinner. The best way to do this is to incorporate small habits into your pre-existing daily routine. Don't add to it, apt it so there isn't too much change all at once. A simple example would be when you make a coffee in the morning, don't go on social media or work. Spend time off your screens while having a mental break by listening to a podcast that interests you. Once you have a small routine going, we can schedule self-care into your diary. It might look like a half day off to go to a meditation retreat or just a day to binge read romance novels. Schedule it. Make time. You will never chance upon free time to do some self-care. You haven't, so what makes you think that will change? Remember, insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. You have to schedule and carve out time for yourself. Make plans, stick to them, and be uncompromising when something comes up to pull you back into work. You are important too. Number four, automate your life. You need to take care of yourself, but you don't have time. No problem. Automate your life. What are you doing in your life that is pointless? Something not essential to your goals or your life. There are always strange things we do that take up loads of time, but they don't have to be done. Find out what you are burning time on and automate it or get rid of it. If you don't need to do it, cancel the appointment fire that time-consuming, unprofitable client, stop volunteering all of your spare time instead of taking care of yourself. And now you have all this new free time, you can add in more self-care or take a self-care day. Automate as many areas of your life as you can. This is a great way of avoiding burnout. This can be something as simple as pre-planning your meals and writing shopping lists a week in advance. The fewer choices you have to make, the less annoying things you have to do and the more time you'll have for self-care. So if it annoys you, automate it. I want to take a moment here to talk about my Business Babes 1.0 program starting on the 2nd of May. If you are putting something off, it's because you're not prioritizing it, not because you don't have time. 
This is a strong, unpopular opinion of mine, but do you agree? Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to grow your business? You might want to grow your social media following, your clients, your sales, or all of the above. Let me show you how to grow your business and not your workload in Business Babes 1.0. Business Babes 1.0 is made up of five masterclasses over five weeks. Connect with like-minded, ambitious women and have thought-provoking conversations to grow, grow, grow. In addition to the five masterclasses, Business Babes 1.0 comes with a lifetime of support calls. For an hour each week, my Zoom is open for all current and past business babes. Come along for a coffee and conversation or for advice or answers to questions relating to your business. Are you ready to invest? When you sign up to Business Babes 1.0 before the 26th of April, you get these cool bonuses for free. A social media audit valued at $99. My client avatar template valued at $27. My 10 Canva template tiles valued at $249. Content ideas list valued at $27 and three one-on-one coaching sessions. These are to help you cement what you learn in Business Babes 1.0 and implement them specifically within your business. For more information, you can go to kdastel.com forward slash programs or check the show notes for the link. Number five, outsource your stress. As an entrepreneur, you wear many hats. You are not just the CEO, but you are also often the marketing expert, the social media manager, the accountant, the sales associate, the brand ambassador and administrator. It is very common to get caught up in doing all of this, but you don't have to. If there is a task you have that causes you endless stress, you know what I mean, the one that you put off and dread about, outsource it. Hire someone part-time to do the parts of the business that you don't enjoy. This frees up so much more time to focus on your parts of the business that you enjoy doing, and it frees up loads of mental and emotional space in your head. This is a form of self-care, making your life as streamlined and stress-free as possible. When you are hiking up a mountain, you are supposed to enjoy the journey, not pick up heavy boulders to carry to the top of the mountain. Drop the boulders, let someone who is a professional boulder holder carry them for you. This can apply to your personal life as well. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Delegate some of your life tasks to the people in your life so that you have more time to take care of yourself. You don't have to do it all alone. Number six, set boundaries. One of the most important things you can do as an entrepreneur and in life is set and enforce boundaries. Setting boundaries is a form of self-care and you need to set boundaries for all areas of your life. Work boundaries for when you can and cannot work. Social boundaries for who you spend time with and for how long so you don't overexert yourself. Physical boundaries like over or under training so you don't exhaust yourself. You need to set boundaries to ensure you take care of yourself. Your time is important and, as I am sure you are aware, it is limited with the number of things you have to do, think about, and on top of all of that, keep your mental health together. 
draw strong boundaries about what you would like and enforce them. Number seven, do it. This is the most important one of all. Planning is all well and good, but you need to do the work to incorporate self-care into your life. It doesn't have to be big and dramatic. It can be something as simple as taking five minutes a day to meditate during an ad break or reading a chapter a day from a positive mindset book. Just make sure every day do one thing to take care of yourself. Set a reminder and then do it. Start to explore all the ways you can sneak taking care of yourself into your routine to the point where you don't even notice you are doing it. We are humans. We will procrastinate on self-care, especially in our hyperproductive society that progresses faster than we can seem to keep up with. The key is to play into your procrastination. Make it easy and accessible and just get started. One small step at a time, and once the momentum starts to build, self-care becomes easier. I hope you take a day off soon to recalibrate your life. Automate annoying tasks, outsourcing jobs to free up time, and make plans and lists to combat your procrastination. All it takes is an hour of your time, and you can free up so much time and mental energy to focus on doing what you do best if you just prioritize yourself. You are the most important asset in your business. You need to keep yourself in top condition. Self-care is the way to do that. Find out what type of self-care you need and enjoy and implement it into your life. You will always be busy and if you don't take care of yourself, you will always be exhausted and miserable. You are important. You matter. Take care of yourself. And on that note, if you are local or willing to travel to Dubbo, New South Wales, we have a second date that has been added to our soul retreat at Taronga Western Plains Zoo. If you missed out on tickets to the first event, don't delay in purchasing your tickets to the second. Join myself and Susie Webster on the 21st of May between 9 and 2 p.m. for our second soul retreat. To purchase tickets, check the show notes for the link. There are 30 tickets available and we look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. Check the show notes to links to information from today's conversation. And if you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at kateastle underscore on Instagram and send through a direct message. As always, stay true to you.